Hello, everyone. My name is Brian Rundle, and this is another edition of Run's House. Usually, the Friday shows are relegated to our segment called Bar Talk, where we talk about sports and entertainment. But I'm going to do a special political show today. We'll talk about William Barr, so technically there'll be some bar talk, but we're going to talk a little bit about William Barr. We're going to talk a little bit about NASCAR and Bubba Wallace. We'll discuss the upcoming election, and we'll talk about the coronavirus. Let's get it started. You know, Donald Trump is the lead singer in this band of idiots, so usually the lead singer gets most of the attention. But when you're a great rock group, you're usually going to know who the lead guitarist is, too. You know, ACDC had Angus Young, the Rolling Stones had Keith Richards, Guns N' Roses had Slash, the list goes on and on, you understand. Well, in the greatest band of corruption, Donald Trump has William Barr. William Barr does not seem to care what anybody thinks. In fact, I think they asked him about his legacy and how he would be remembered. He simply stated, I don't care about my legacy. I'll be dead. He was recently accused of undermining prosecutors in New York that were dealing with sensitive cases involving Donald Trump. He's politicized investigations. He was Also, meddling in the sentencing of Roger Stone, a Donald Trump political advisor, I guess if you want to call him that, doing all the things the great corrupt politicians do. Now, the Democrats have a dilemma, or what they think is a dilemma. I'm going to explain why it's not, but they have a dilemma as to how to proceed with William Barr and whether or not they should bring up any kind of impeachment proceedings. Jerry Nadler opened the door for it, but... Right now, thankfully, Nancy Pelosi is a little bit more cautious about moving forward with that. And I say thankfully because the Democrats cannot screw up what they've got going on right now. And this is just something classic that the Democrats do that drive me insane. I've said once before that the Democrats are really good at policy, but they are terrible at messaging. So they, I don't even want to call it lucky because, of course, I'd rather no coronavirus. I'd rather there not be racial tension in the country. But because of it, it basically has taken the impeachment hearings from last year out of this entire political scene right now. And Donald Trump was going to use his victory in that impeachment process as a campaign rally. He was going to basically turn the fact that the Democrats, in his words, wasted the taxpayer money. They wasted everybody's time with uh, an impeachment process that went nowhere. It would never was going to go anywhere. So he was going to use that and it may have worked. But now nobody's thinking about it. So another impeachment trial right now would make no sense. And it really would make no sense because of the latest polls that have come out. Now, we've talked about this a million times amongst each other, that we are a little leery about polls. We understand what happened in 2016. But recently, the polls that have come out are extremely 
extremely favorable. Right now, Joe Biden is showing a 14-point lead, but it's not just the 14-point lead that we need to focus on. It's on the six swing states, all six states in which Donald Trump won. He is leading right now in the following states, Michigan by 11 points, Wisconsin by 11 points, Pennsylvania by 10 points, North Carolina by 9 points, Arizona by 7 points, and my state of Florida by 6 points. I was listening to another podcast, The Daily. It's the New York Times podcast. I'm not sure if you guys listen to it, but if you don't, it's a really, really good one. And Nate Silver was on there, who is a national pollster. He's one of the top pollsters in the country. I'm sure you've heard his name. And they asked him about the 2016 election. And he said, look, we actually got it right on the national level. Hillary Clinton won by 3 million votes, so they were correct on the national level. What they did not do is they did not focus as much on the swing states. But this time they are focusing on the swing states. And because of that, the poll and the lead that Joe Biden has right now, if the election were to be held next week, it would be a blowout for Joe Biden. He would win big. Now, of course, a lot of things can change in four months. I personally do not think the coronavirus will be gone. You know, people keep talking about the second wave in fall. We're still not past the first wave. We're still in the first wave, and we still might be in the first wave through summer. So I don't understand this second wave thing when we're not even close to being done with the first one. But anyway, please, Democrats, don't screw this up. Again, I think Nancy Pelosi may have seen what happened on the last impeachment. William Barr will not be impeached. He could be impeached. He will not be removed. It just will not happen. So there's no sense in going through this again. She did have a quote, and she's absolutely right, and this is exactly what they need to focus on. What they need to focus on, per her quote, is we're going to solve our problems by going to the polls on Election Day. That's how we are going to solve it. We can wait four months, four and a half months. We can wait for that because all signs point right now to Joe Biden winning this thing. So don't do anything to screw this up, please. It's if you, if you guys are boxing fans out there, even if you're not, you would understand the analogy. If you have a boxer that has basically won all 10 rounds, all 11 rounds, and you're going into the 12th, you haven't really knocked the other guy out, but it's clear you've won the fight. The corner is basically going to say, okay, just dance around and stay away from him. Don't get into an, a position where he can land one blow and knock you out. We're way ahead. Just stay away, and you're going to become champion. If Joe Biden wins all of the states that Hillary Clinton won in 2016 and just wins Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, he will be the president. And right now, that doesn't sound like it's going to be very hard. And on top of that, the way everything looks now, it looks like it could be the blowout that I would love to see. Please, let's make this happen. Let's not do anything to screw this up. Next on the agenda is what happened with Bubba Wallace, the NASCAR race driver, the only African-American driver in NASCAR. There was a noose found in his garage. And when they found the noose... 
This was right off the news that NASCAR was going to remove all Confederate flags from their raceways and just from the company altogether. It's a great move by NASCAR, especially with the blowback that they figured that they were going to get from some of their fans. But anyway, off the heels of this, this driver, Bubba Wallace, and his crew find a noose hanging in the garage. So, of course, this became national news and the... Sympathy for Bubba came pouring in, not just nationally, but from the NASCAR family. If you saw the video uh, during the race of that week, Bubba was in his car and he was driving very slowly before the race and all the racers were behind him in solidarity. It was a great moment, nice moment, made everybody feel good. Well, the next day or two days later, it comes out that the FBI investigated this and that noose had been around for... Almost a year, it was in October of 19, that they said that that has been around. So it was not placed there on that particular day, and it was not considered a hate crime. So, of course, what did you think you were going to see on social media from the detractors? They were so happy and satisfied because they thought this was going to be a Jesse Smollett sort of uh, story. And of course it wasn't. This noose had been around, yes, over a year or about a year ago, but they said that the FBI had looked into over 1600 garages and 29 tracks and 11 of those garages had pull downs, but only one had a noose. Now it just happened to be that Bubba Wallace was in this particular garage, but it's still a symbol of racism. And there was that symbol in NASCAR in a garage there. So if you were somehow excited and somehow happy that this turned out to not be exactly what it was originally reported, then you are a racist. It's just that simple. I mean, they wanted to use this as a, another, the media is lying to you. No, the media wasn't lying to you. No, NASCAR reported this and the media picked up on the story. That's all that happened. And it turns out that it wasn't specifically meant for Bubba Wallace and the media reported that too. So, Let's stop pretending like this is some kind of big gotcha moment. You didn't get anybody. Just shut up. In fact, what we should be doing is still celebrating that the NASCAR family all came together for that particular driver on that day and showed solidarity and also showed that racism of any kind will not be tolerated no matter where we are at in America, whether we're in the South, we're in the North, the West, the... This is something that we need to continue to do, and we need to celebrate moments like that instead of continuing to focus on the negative parts that continue to sow division in this country. Finally, let's talk about the coronavirus. The coronavirus is not going anywhere. It, as I said a, a few minutes ago, that we're still in the first wave of this thing, and in many places in the country, the numbers are continuing to rise. Now, some people want to say it's because we're doing more testing. Yes, of course, numbers are going to rise up as we do more testing. But that also means that the original numbers must be way, way low because we were doing almost no testing at all. So now that we are doing the testing, we are really seeing what this coronavirus is doing to people. And it's doing it to everybody across the country. It even kept 
people in Tulsa, Oklahoma from going to a Donald Trump rally. Do you know how hard that must have been for them to not go to one of his dumb rallies in Tulsa, Oklahoma? Forgive me for anybody that might be listening in Tulsa, Oklahoma that is not a Donald Trump fan. You guys are fine. We like you. But this thing is going nowhere. And I just somehow we are in a battle over whether or not just to simply wear a mask. The mask is going to help us bring the numbers down if everybody would do it. We are now at a point where everybody's not going to do it. It's just not going to happen. We're also at a point where we opened up too quickly. Now Americans are used to being open again, and they're used to going back to their bars and their restaurants and all that stuff. So if they shut down now, people might lose their minds. Well, people with minds, because some minds are gone. And I'm going to play an example of one of those minds here in just a second. In my great state of Florida, we are now pretty much the epicenter of the coronavirus, which many had predicted. Many had predicted that come summertime, Florida was going to be a nightmare. And right now it is. The numbers are spiking and our idiotic governor is doing nothing about it. Ron DeSantis. Now, I bring up Florida. I live in Florida, and I have people listening from all over the country. Actually, believe it or not, I got people listening from all over the world. I've had people in Germany, in England, in Africa, in Australia. I think the only place I really haven't had anybody was Antarctica. I don't know if they have podcasts in Antarctica or or if they have access to podcasts. That's my goal. I'm getting somebody from Antarctica to listen to my podcast. But anyway, I'm in Florida and I say, well, I know everybody's not from Florida. Do they really care? But really, Florida is always on the national scene and Florida is an important state for for voting. And just anything that comes out of Florida is one of those, you know, it's the accident on the highway. It's the Jerry Springer show. You get it. It's Florida's just a mess. But anyway, down in Palm Beach County, Florida. They passed a mandate where everybody needs to wear a mask. Now, it for logical and sensible people, it is the right thing to do. But, of course, in Florida, the crazies came out. And during a public comment session held in Palm Beach County, there were quite a few people who went up to the microphone and they were very upset. One woman complained that they were throwing out God's wonderful breathing system. Another woman said she doesn't wear a mask for the same reason she doesn't wear underwear. She said this. She said it in a public forum. But finally, we had this gem. And I'm going to play the clip for you. It's about a minute and 47 seconds long. But you have to hear this woman. You may have already heard it, but it's worth listening to again because we... We, this country is losing their minds. And I talked about the band of corruption earlier. Donald Trump is the lead singer of the crazy idiots. And his fans are out there singing his songs. And this song is about as crazy as it gets. Take a listen to this. 
You literally cannot mandate somebody to wear a mask knowing that that mask is killing people. It literally is killing people. And my, the people, we the people, are waking up. And we know what citizen's arrest is. Because citizen's arrests are already happening, okay? And every single one of you that are obeying the devil's laws are going to be arrested. And you... Doctor are going to be arrested for crimes against humanity. Every single one of you have a smirk behind that little mask, but every single one of you are going to get punished by God. You cannot, you cannot escape God. You cannot escape God. I'm going to say that again. You cannot escape God, not even with the mask or six feet. Okay, six feet, like I said before, is military protocol. You're trying to get the people to train them. So when the, the cameras, the 5G comes out, what? They're, they're going to they're gonna scan everybody. We got to get scanned. We got to get temperatured. The kids have to go to school with masks. Are you insane? Are you crazy? I think all of you should be in a psych ward right the heck now. Because none of you, none of you know what the hell you are all talking about. This is insane. And then you want to open this meeting with a prayer to God. Are you praying to the devil? Because God is not listening to that prayer. Because all of you are practicing the devil's laws. What happened to Bill Gates? Why is he not in jail? Why is Hillary Clinton not in jail? Why are all of, the, all of these pedophiles that are demanding you all to, to listen to their rules. Why are they not in jail? Oh, is it because you're part of them? Thank are you part of the deep your state? Time has the deep state is going down. And if any of you are morning. in the deep state, you're going down with it. Um, Get that woman her own podcast right now. I am telling you, I would listen to every single podcast that she ever does. Wow, that was amazing. I have to say, I think my favorite part is when she's asking the doctors and the rest of the people up on that panel if they're crazy or they are insane and they belong in a mental institution. Florida's awesome. I mean, it really is. Florida's so great. The entertainment that we get here, forget about Disney World, the entertainment that we get in this state just from the regular citizens is, it, it's priceless. You can't put a price on it. Now, I said before on this podcast, I'm not a religious guy and I'm not out to put down anybody's religion, but I didn't realize God had so much to do with the mandates on the coronavirus. I That was a little surprising to me. So again, somebody's got to give this, or she's got to get her own show. She, We have to get this woman her own show. I'd watch every one. It was phenomenal. But, you know, she actually speaks for a lot of people, maybe not in that same level of crazy but it is just amazing to me how many people are against wearing a mask to avoid a pandemic and not just avoid it, to reduce the amount of cases. That's how we reopen the country a lot faster. Why would anybody be against this? It just, I, I don't understand what's going on in this country. But, you know, again, I, I believe it is we have... A, a, a crazy person at the wheel and unfortunately a lot of people have jumped into his vessel but it also appears that some people may be jumping off so let's hope so and we can still continue to do the right thing let's wear a mask let's do our part let's see if we can get rid of this thing and let's see if we can get back to normal at some point i think normalcy will begin in 2021 and hopefully the beginning will come at the end of 2020. 
Uh, before I go, I want to give a shout out to a new podcast that I've been listening to. It's called O for F's Sake. You know what the F stands for. Ryan and Derek are the hosts of that podcast, and I happen to come across it, and it's really good. It's really funny. Uh, they have a, a really good combination of cool and 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 humor, and they just they they click really well. So please check that out. They rip on Trump over there pretty good. They talk about current events and a lot of political stuff as well. So please check that out. Uh, I will be back again on Monday, as I said, and we will have another Bar Talk edition next Friday. Our buddy Dave had his baby. Him and his wife Manuela just welcomed in a new baby boy. So we want to congratulate them. Congratulations, guys. And hopefully we'll have you guys or Dave back next week. And I will talk to you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend.